You found the Sharks Broadcast Podcast. Subscribe. And if you like what you hear, give us a five-star rating. Reminds me of my friend Adam. We used to work together, and he played that song on my last day at oh, that job. That's a very, yeah, it's a very nice song. It's, I know. Well, it's in parentheses. It says good riddance, which is really Adam's personality. So <laughs> he's getting married uh, on Saturday. So shout out to my friend Adam and his beautiful fiance, Alicia. All the best to you guys. I love you so much. Uh, anyway, yesterday you did an article about the New Hampshire primary. There's some stuff. Happening. Oh, yeah. Well, Nevada, you know, I mean, my, my home away from home, Nevada is trying to hone in on our property here, trying to take away our our first in the nation primary. This is outrageous. Wow. Uh, but never fear. You don't have to worry uh, because there was a. Uh, Legislation way back in 1975, yeah. a guy who was uh, a Portsmouth native, uh, yep. Jim Splain, when he was in the House of Reps, wrote this so that New Hampshire could always move its primary date one week earlier. Oh, just in case somebody tried to steal it like yeah. Nevada's trying yeah. to do right now? Exactly. Ah, and that, gotcha. That's, Smart guy. Yeah, that's been in place for you know, like 45 years. And uh, we're, we're, if they want to do that, because they want to go from a caucus to a primary <laughs> and then move their date. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Funny word. Almost as funny as the process itself. Oh man, am I glad we don't have a caucus? That's a whole nother that's a whole nother kettle of fish. Yeah, I know. What is that anyway? Oh, that's What's horrible. the difference? I mean for a caucus, I'm pretty sure, again, I've never been through one. Maine, you know, they caucus in Maine. I think you have to <laughs> like <laughs> in Iowa, they do too, don't yes. they? Iowa caucus. Yes, they do. I hear that a lot. And you have to like go to the. Of course, I, I don't know how you would do it through a pandemic or whatever. But you go to like a gym, you know, yeah. your local library, your local gym, whatever, and you have to like get in these little herds of people. And whoever has the most herds of people that are for the, you know, and, and then there's a process. And you just do stand they cheer? Around. Do they like s- hold so. up signs and say yay? Yeah, I think so. But but it's completely not public. I mean, it's not private. Like, you know, here, we we go into that booth and we do our very solemn oh, duty of voting. Private, and it's yes. a very private act. Nobody whereas, knows yeah, who I voted for. Exactly. Mm. Where, you know, oh, man. But, yeah, Nevada's coming after us, trying to get the the number, the first primary in the in the whole country. It's not going to happen because we've got that rule in place and the Secretary of State says, yeah, they did it back in 2008 and, you know, Michigan, sure enough, went after us. Uh, they had theirs, Oh, Michigan yeah, went after us. January okay. 19th was theirs. We said, all right, January 8th. And we had a half a million, over half a million voters show up. It's what we do. Yeah. Well, as long as we don't have uh, end up with a caucus. I know. I, I don't I'm want okay. that. That's the last thing you need. <laughs> Got, you know, sun and clouds. Uh, looks like the rain that they were predicting yeah. uh, is going to roll in later tonight. Okay. All right. So it's not going to. I mean, we need the rain according to Forest Ranger Train. So whatever. Uh-huh. I'm not going to have to water my plants in my yard. So that makes me happy. Yeah. Basically, the whole thing with the drought is... Mm-hmm. Until the water is like up to your chin, we need the rain. That's that's, that's all you got to know about that. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know what's pathetic, though, about me and watering my plants? I've got this one little jug. It's like a lemonade jug that you have at summertime, uh-huh. you know, for the picnics. And that's how I water my plants. Okay. Like, I don't hook up the hose like I should because there's poison ivy all over the hose area. Okay. So I don't want to hook it up. Yep. Because I'm wicked allergic. 
Yeah. So I take my little lemonade container. It's so, yeah, I feel like. 17 ounces. And then you walk back and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a situation. Yes, that is exactly me. Anyway, speaking of water and things like that, if you want to do something really fun this summer and you want to learn about Boston history, consider a duck tour. Have you ever been on a duck tour? I am ashamed to admit it. I have never been on oh. a on a duck tour. Never been on one of those duck boats. Oh, they are so much fun. It's a ride that you take on an amphibious vehicle, also known as the duck, and it has a conductor. Uh-huh. Haha. That gives you the history of Boston as you pass by each and every landmark. Uh. And uh it starts off on land, of course, and you can pick up the duck. You can, you know, board the duck at the Museum of Science, the Prue Center, and the New England Aquarium. Uh-huh. So uh, you can use public transit to get to all of those, and you might have to walk to, you know, wherever you're going to board the duck. But it's so much fun. See, so is, much fun. I was reading this right there at the Shark app and, of course, shark1053.com. And, Sarah, you and I have, like, an opposite opinion of the duck and its uh, environment. What do you mean? Because you go, oh, why are we going? We're, this is freaking me out. We're going into the river. We're oh, floating yeah, yeah. on the river. Even Charles. Well, yeah. Where freaks I, me out. Where I feel like. I think we're going to sink. I almost feel like it's a boat that is just, you know, feels like it's out oh. of its element when it's driving down the street. Oh, driving oh, this down, is, lands this, down or whatever. This is a I boat. Gotcha. I mean, you know, <laughs> the transmission could go. There's just a host of problems. Yeah. But it's much easier when it's in the water. It feels like it's more in its natural habitat. Yeah. You get the uh, the opposite feeling. Definitely. Yeah. It, well, it's, it's both. It's it's happy wherever it is. Yeah. Well, it starts on the land. That's why it freaks me out. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, that's where but it begins. I have such respect for the conductors because they actually have to learn the history of Boston. Yep. You know, everything about it as you're traveling by each landmark. Yeah. I, I mean, you're driving through Boston. You have to know absolutely everything that's going on while yes. you're driving through Boston. Hello. Right. And you got this. With dri- pretty much a, a military vehicle. Yeah, this giant thing. Yeah. And then you've, you've got to be a captain. You go from being a conductor to a captain in one splash. Right. Right. Exactly. It's really an amazing tour. If you've never been, just go to Beantown with the family, check out the Museum of Science, and then hop on a duck tour. Make a day of it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Jake Isles Band coming up next. That train. I guess. So man, I was. That's one uh, when I'm if I'm dancing the robot, you know, and feverishly I was pretending I I was singing the words. I like the way they sing. I'm sorry, but I, they have like a little accent. Yes. Uh, anyway, welcome to your what day is it? Thursday. Wow, it's going to be a short week this week for a lot of people uh, since we had Monday off. But anyway, a beautiful day. If you have the day off, enjoy it. Maybe it took the week off. I don't know your schedule. Yeah, you know. this this is a, a strange week with uh, with the Monday off, and uh, I don't know. It just always feels kind of weird and offset. Every day doesn't quite feel like itself, which right. is kind of kind of a fun existence. Yeah, I don't know your schedule, but I do know that I want a Wahlberg's here in New Hampshire. Uh, <laughs> it's just why our states touch. Come on, Marky. I still call him Marky, you know. Uh, if you don't know about Wahlberg's, I don't know where you've been, but uh, Wahlberg's is the burger joint. Owned by Mark Wahlberg, Donnie Wahlberg, and uh, Paul Wall, Paul Wahlberg. Yeah. Now, Paul Wahlberg is more like the chef. Uh, you yes. know, he, he's the guy making the food primarily yes. uh, and overseeing. He's a very that. good chef. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's really wicked good. How involved is Donnie? 
Is he more behind the scenes? Because it seems like I've seen Mark a little bit more than I've seen Donnie in this whole operation. No, I think operation. the whole family. Yeah, are. Okay. I think the whole family. I think they all have their hands in it. Okay. You know, uh, it's a family situation. Their mom is involved and all that. Uh, or did she die? Did yeah, she, she, had, she had just passed away. Right, right, yeah. right. That's right. Sorry about that, uh, Wahlbergs. But anyway, the number one reason that I want a Wahlbergs here in New Hampshire is that, as far as I know, they are the only restaurant that uses government cheese on their burgers. Yes. I grew up on that stuff. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, it is a, uh, it's a delicacy, basically. <laughs> it's a delicacy. It's, uh, <laughs> And I, I think uh, the thing is, I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. You know, if I hear people talk about it and it just kind of uh, dawned on me. Mm. My Nana was, you know, uh, at McClellan school. She was a lunch lady. Yeah. And I think I got like an indirect source of that because I think the From US, Nana. Yeah. The USDA cheese, you know, yep. USDA cheese is cheese. It's not like they went, all right, this is, you know, government cheese. And then this is you know for the school systems. I think it's the same delicious. Oh, cheese. it's and, wicked good. Yeah. It used to be humongous. When I was a kid, it was huge. The block of cheese was maybe 18 inches long and maybe four or five inches wide. Yeah. It was huge. You could build a house out of it. You could. Absolutely. I remember my my mom bringing that home because, you know, she had a bunch of rugrats to feed, right? So we would have it in the refrigerator. And many times I would just take a slab of cheese. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, I think, the mac and cheese, uh, you know, for the lunch uh, situation, the school lunch situation, and all the, the, man, the grilled cheese you could make out of that, too. Oh, so good. Now they have the government cheese in smaller bricks. They have it like the um, Cracker Barrel ones, you know, in the grocery store. They're about that size, maybe a little bit bigger. A little more portable. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, Wahlberg's has a burger that uses the government cheese right on their burger. Okay. And apparently that's Paul Wall's favorite. Uh Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, I really want one here in New Hampshire, and I'm trying to start a petition. Okay. That's real uh, cheese, by the way, not processed cheese food. No. Yes, which processed cheese food is one of the most disgusting things ever, but the real cheese is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And and no offense to, you know, our beloved Rise and Grind and, and Hop and Grind. I love our burger places. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our beloved chef, Bobby Marcotte, love him. And I'm sure that he would, you know, a rising tide rises all ships, right? Yes. He wouldn't mind, you know, as long as they didn't step on his turf. You yeah. Know, it's fine to have a Wahlbergs in New Ex- Hampshire. Exactly. Just kind of like a, uh, a burger festival. <laughs> Ex- oh, I'd love it. So <laughs> see what you can do. Sign the petition, will you? Not that I've started one. End of June 11th, 12th and 13th, New England uh, Nationals. Yep. Got the pair of tickets for today's brain strain. Big prize there. I want to say hot stuff. That's uh, wicked, fast, funny cars. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, going 300 miles an hour. Wicked fun. Um, this is a this is a funny brain strain. Again, I got a giggler. And these have been making me giggle all this week. Twenty <laughs> percent uh, of New England men. Well, they admit. Yes. That Monday through Friday, they have to do this typically old lady type thing. Oh. 20%, 20% of New England men admit that Monday through Friday, they have to do this typically old lady type thing. What is it? Oh, geez. What could it be? What could it be? Is it, I don't know, putting on your powder? You know, play yeah the powder the 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 girdle the playing oh, bridge girdle I don't know I don't think I don't think even old ladies wear girdles anymore I'm just <laughs> trying saying. to think of a typical old lady thing. get their get their hair dyed blue it's not that yeah twenty percent of New England men they admit that Monday through Friday they have to do they have 
to do this typically right. old lady thing. What is it? 877-45-SHARK. Come on. You can admit it to us. <laughs> I know there's a guy out there who knows the answer. He's like, I'm not going to come. I'm not going to admit to that. Go ahead. It's I know. all good. I think the numbers work out because just, you know, from my own personal life and knowing some things and knowing some guys, that I'm telling you. You know some guys that do this? Yeah. I'm some macho, you. macho men? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give it a shot. 877-45-SHARK. Good luck. Gwen Stefani. 726. No doubt it's a Shark Morning Show with Sarah and A-Train. <laughs> We're playing the brain stream. Yeah. We've got uh, 20% of New England men. They admit that Monday through Friday, they, they have to do this. You know, it's typically an old lady <laughs> thing, but they got to do it. Mm. What is it? 877-45-SHARK. Good morning. What's your guess? Is it watch a certain TV show? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Definitely going to give it to you, but we were kind of looking for. Yeah, soap <laughs> operas. We'll give it to you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. What? Okay. What's so, your name? Yeah, Monique. All right, Monique. Congratulations. Yay. I mean, soap I, you opera. know, yeah. my nan is big into the Judge Judy now. Back in the day, she was Days of Our Lives, just like Jerry Remy. You know, legendary Red Sox broadcaster Jerry Remy, he's got to watch Days of Our Lives. Yeah, it's funny because back in the day, you were either a CBS fan or you were a whatever General Hospital, whatever channel that was on. I think it was five, Channel 5. I I remember General Hospital, the wedding of Luke and Laura, I think arguably was bigger than the royal wedding. (laughs) That That was when I stopped watching soap operas. Oh, Yeah, it started at 1230 with Ryan's Hope. Okay. Then it went to all in the... all in the family? No. no all my all children. All my children. All my children, yeah. Yeah, at 1 o'clock. Yep. And then from at 2 o'clock, it was One Life to Live. Oh. At 3 o'clock, it was mm, something else. That, yeah. that Now it's General Hospital, I think, is on General at Hospital is at, uh, is was on at or? 4. I oh, wow. Oh, no. I one? guess maybe it was 3, and then 4 o'clock was Phil Donahue. Oh, okay. Back in the day. And then <sighs> Oprah took his place. Yeah. I a- think. It's not quite as extensive as that now. Nowhere near. Bold and the Beautiful's on somewhere, isn't it? I think there's only yeah. like three left. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Gone are the days where we <laughs> all watch the same show. I know. You know, and you could talk and you could be social and you could call people. Now you text somebody about a show that you want. For instance, I'm watching Kidding on Showtime currently with Jim Carrey. Nobody knows that show. Uh-huh. Nobody knows it. Yep. Except me and David. I love it. It is just it is brilliant. One of Jim Carrey's best performances of his entire career. I can't talk about that with anybody. Yeah. No. There's too many choices. Too many choices. Hundreds of thousands of TV shows that you can watch at any time. Yeah. It's not healthy. No. It's... <laughs> I agree. I'm so glad that we are simpatico train. <laughs> if you remember the order of the soaps, though. You know, let me know. I did not watch Days of Our Lives at all. Not at all. No. Dun, no, that was dun, on another. My Aunt Hazel dun, did. The uh, the the piano song at the beginning of it was the best part, really. It was beautiful. Yeah. Na, 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 na. yeah. Was na, there another na, na, na. one besides Days of Our Lives on that channel? Um, yeah, that I have no idea. That Nana was Days of Our Lives, you know, back in the day. Now she's moved <laughs> on to Judge Judy. Nana! <laughs> 7.38's a Shark Morning Show. I had a Saturday Night Live t-shirt that I used to wear all the time. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was the cover of the album. Okay. With the three brothers Gib. Yeah, right the three there. Bee Gees in the, I think they all had the white suits with the medallions, or was it just Barry with the medallion? I don't know. I don't, I yeah. used to, I should know that. I used to look at it a lot. Yeah. Oh, man. Those <laughs> days, man, I, there was just no more magical decade than the 1970s, in my humble opinion, and, you know, I was just thinking of 1970. 1978 with that uh, that song playing you should yes. be dancing i know me 
Uh, I I was fixated on uh, an iron-on decal that I sent away from. I remember it like it was yesterday. Uh, my aunt Pam, you know, she had a, like a case of oil for her Pontiac Firebird, right? <laughs> yeah. So it had a free. <gasps> you could send for a free iron-on decal. Yes. Of their because uh, it's Exxon, so put a tiger in your tank. It's got the big cartoon tiger. Oh. And uh, I went, wow, you can send away for this. Of course, for me, your stamps were free. Everything's just free. You're yes, a kid. Yes, of course. So the whole thing's just free as free could be. <laughs> Six to eight weeks. I think it was like, you know, eight and a half weeks by the time the thing came in. Well, my whole life I fixated upon it. And uh, there it was. <laughs> of course, I couldn't iron on the thing. You know, Nana had to iron on. the. But it's backwards. I'm like, wow, it's backwards. Then you iron it on. Yes. The iron on decal phenomenon, it just it just went away. You know what? No. I think they still they're still around. They do have the iron ons. Yeah, they're okay. just not as popular as they used to be. Oh, that used to be the thing. It did, and yeah, uh, that right. was that was it. I think I wore that T-shirt. You just put it on a regular, you know, Hanes T-shirt, just yeah. a white T-shirt, mm-hmm. and uh, wear it around. And I did for like three years. Probably outgrew it, and uh, that was it. That was like my favorite shirt for I two, want, two does, decades. Does Larry and Christy remember this? They must. Oh, probably. They must. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure for you know, eight straight weeks ago. Oh, my decal, my iron on decal comes in. My iron on decal comes in. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably rolling their eyes. Yeah, he's talking about the decal again. Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> that was just it. So uh, put a tiger in your tank. Oh, oh, I. You know, I don't really remember. I think I remember one. Uh, the Rolling Stones uh, tongue. Oh, yes. I wanted that. Yep. But I'm not sure that I was way into decals when okay. I was a kid. That's an Andy Warhol design. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Very yeah. chic. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. As a matter of fact, I do have a t-shirt currently in my t-shirt collection of the, you know, the big tongue, the Rolling Stones oh, okay. tongue. okay. Huh. Of course. I mean, hey, you know, yeah. we play the Stones. Do you want to play the Stones next? Sure. I've got a hankering for it now. There we go. It's coming up on the Shark. 54, it's going to be a nice day today. Chance of rain, you said? Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be later, later in the day, and we're getting more of a nicer day than we were expected to, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the Celtics, big shake-up with them yesterday. I could not believe this. Within 12 hours of them being eliminated from the playoffs, yeah, Danny Ainge retiring, and Brad Stevens going to be the president of basketball operations. Why is this interesting? It is. I don't think it's interesting because they got to pick a new coach. I think that's the least interesting thing. What I think is... Uh, back in the Orlando bubble of last summer, Brad Stevens has admitted that he experienced some burnout with the team. Oh. Something was going on there. There's a there's a bad uh, player. There's some somebody is just not uh, on like the same so frequency. Oh, so you're saying there's more to the story? What's yeah? What I think is uh, incredibly interesting here is the like the first move he makes. The, who does he trade? Who does he? Uh, cut? Oh, who's he cut? You mean that's the one that he had it's a bad. Like, yeah. Time with who's the best player on the Celtics right now? Uh, I would say Jason Tatum. You know, uh, Jalen Brown is is awesome too. Um, it'd just be interesting to see who who mm. was the like the bad seed. You know, like it's like almost like a um, like clue or like a like a oh. like a murder mystery or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Like who's going to be the uh, the, the first one, one gone? The first one gone is going to be the one that's been causing him to that burnout for over a year. You think so? Yeah. 
I think There's so. There's going to be more to the story. Tonight. Yeah. Well, I know. Can we Once... ask? We could ask Tom Karen about this tomorrow. Yep. When we talk to him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that that'll be a great one. He'll he'll probably know more than uh, what is being said. But once that first move is made, then you'll figure out what you know structurally and just kind of like from a spiritual standpoint, who's got the bad vibe on that mm. team because something went sour uh, back in the Orlando bubble, and now that Brad Stevens is in charge. Whoever gets cut, you'll know who. Uh... Do you know what astrology sign Brad Stevens is? No, <laughs> we should I don't. find out. Yeah, I don't. I... Is it a sign that holds a grudge? Ah, you know, because some of them do. Yeah, so maybe we could figure this out, Train. Yeah, oh, that's pretty. I didn't think to go to the planets and stars. <laughs> to, to... Your cosmic train. I know. How did I did I not do that? Oh, ah. he is a uh, he's a Libra Scorpio cusp. He's right on the line. Very huh. interesting. So he's a pretty fair guy. So mm-hmm. he's not one that really holds a grudge, right? Yeah, that's an interesting uh, place to be, though, between the Libra and the Scorpio. Yeah, uh, yeah, he might have that stinger part of him a little bit. Uh, more <laughs> morning show with Sarah and A-Train. Gorgeous day today, lovely. Well, yeah, you know, uh, sun and clouds, and uh, they say the rain that was supposed to hit us is going to hit us later on tonight, so that's a good thing. We've got a high of uh, 77 today. I kind of re- am reminding myself of Statler and Waldorf. It's going to be a lovely day. Yeah, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be okay. Oh, i got rain coming up. Oh, boom. Yeah, right. <laughs> you never know with New England. You never you know. know. You just like, you know, a couple hours and you'll get it all. That's the beauty of the piece. Uh, we've got some quick reality uh, headlines, Sarah, for train track celebrities. Yeah. I, I can't believe who is going to be hosting Bachelor in Paradise. Now, again, I don't know the first thing about Bachelor in Paradise. Other it's than, a bunch of people that get together and, you know, get together, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. On an island, I think, yes. you know, like a tropical location. That is at least, you know, I've never watched it, but that's what it is. But the thing is, it's, you know, it's a it's a Bachelor product, so Chris Harrison would normally be the host. Yep. He is not the host. You know, he's in that, like, self-cultural uh, sensitivity exile thing that he's, he's doing. He's been canceled. Yeah, so, uh, or self-canceled. Canceled. I don't know. So, uh, oh, he's deciding not to do I, it himself. I, I believe so. Okay. Here's the interesting part. I, I, if you gave me a thousand choices as to who would be the new host, I'd never pick this guy. Uh, comedian, SNL legend, David Spade. Oh, no kidding. Oh, <laughs> David wow. Spade uh, is going to be hosting Bachelor in Paradise. I got to think that'll be a, a ratings grabber. I, guess I mean, so. he's, he's going to be pretty sarcastic through the whole uh, endeavor. I yeah. got to think. So, I. I I might load that one up on the DVR. Yeah, just uh, because of David Spade. Yeah. Also, like this is uh, again, Sarah. You're you're tapped into this universe that I didn't even know exists, and it's so it's such a huge uh, part of the industry what? of Hollywood. What? Erica Jane. Oh yes, I love her. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She's amazing. Not one, but two major projects uh, happening just around her life. Of course, uh, uh, she and her estranged husband Tom Girardi. They're, they're, they 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 filed for divorce last yes, November. Yes, they did. They did. She so, he she owes him a lot, and she acknowledges that. Uh-huh. You know, so I don't think it's an acrimonious divorce. Okay, is it? Well, it's interesting. I, ABC News Originals on the Hulu is going to have a full-on documentary. I mean, this thing goes on for hours yeah. called The Housewife and the Hustler. That's oh. the name of the... Uh, now, that's that's just on the Hulu. Yeah. Of course, uh, season 11 of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she is set to talk about her crumbling marriage. 
on wow. that season. He's a, he is a thousand and one. He's eighty and, and she, <laughs> She's forty nine. She's a, yeah. She's in her forties. I mean, the girl is stunning. They, she's stunning. Yeah, they've been married she's, for uh, over two decades, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was actually he came into the establishment that she worked at, and she's very open about it. She was you know she had to put food on the table for her son. So she worked as a waitress, and she may have had very little clothing when she was doing said oh, job. Okay. So he came in, and he was one of the customers, right? So yeah. she, you know they they got married, and now she's got this incredible life. He's got more money than mm. wow, yeah. a lot of it. I'm looking at a uh, picture over here. Yeah, it's, it doesn't look doesn't look like she's 49. <laughs> no, she's a she is amazing. Yeah. And I'd like to say I'd like to thank Kevin from Indigo because he's my own personal glam squad, just like Erica Jane has her glam squad. Uh-huh. So now, you know, me okay. and Erica have something in common. Oh, nice. Except, uh, sorry, um, Kevin, I'm not going to fly all over the world. Okay. So, <laughs> Oh, so she has a team almost like a, oh, yes. like, like a race car does a pit stop. She has like a glamour team like that? Well, that- I don't think, yeah, they, they pick out clothes for her. They, you oh. know, they style her and wow. you know, say that you're going to have this look for today. And yeah. Talk about high maintenance. Oh, yeah. She's <laughs> I would say yes to that. New school. Oh, I'll get the groove of the old school. Old school. All right. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? For the Shark Morning Show with Sarah and A-Train. Time to play Who Are You? Pick that celebrity. Any celebrity. Give the person three or more clues. Try to figure out who that celebrity is. That's how you play. Uh, we've got Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, celebrities who have served our country, uh, my running theme. And uh, this guy, 37 years of age, he was a Marine, Semper Fi, uh, back in uh, 02 through 04, uh, stationed overseas, I believe the uh, United Arab Emirates, and uh, just around, you know, the, the Gulf. Um, he... Born in San Diego, California. Pretty cool. He's in uh, Arts in the Armed Forces, a nonprofit that provides free arts programming That's to nice. uh, active duty service members. Okay. Uh, kind of a, he's an odd guy, though. I will say this. He, he pretty much carried the last three episodes of the Star Wars films. The last three episodes uh, did this guy, and uh, he doesn't like to look at himself. Much like. Wait, when was he born? He was born in um, 1983. He's 37 years of age. Ewan McGregor? No, it's not Ewan McGregor. Uh, this guy's uh, an American, and uh, honestly, the thing that I know about him is that he can't stand looking at himself. If he's on, is it? Is he? Um, if he's on a press junket, yeah, that and, they, dude. and they're gonna play a film of him doing his his acting, mm. he can't stand it. And sometimes was he's he in the a Marriage Story? Yes. It's yes. that guy yeah. that I don't um, like. If you work for, oh, you don't like him. No. If you work for uh, Uber or if you work for Lyft, you're a driver. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Adam uh, Driver. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know. It's a little weird, huh? He can't, he can't. I don't like looking at myself either, but I wouldn't stomp off stage. He yeah, can't he just, stand he, looking at yeah, himself? Yeah, he's, he's had, uh, he's had um, interviews before where he's just like, I can't do this. And he walks off. Why? He can't, doesn't want to look at himself acting. Wow. Doesn't want to look at himself at all. That's the strangest thing. That's bizarre. I wonder if it, it the dark side, because he's, you know, he's kind of evil in those Star Wars films. He I wonder is. if it took him over. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, it is <laughs> it is this guy's birthday today. Uh, happy birthday to him. He was born June 3rd, 1967 in New York City. Oh. He graduated from Yale University. Uh, he is an American broadcast journalist and political commenter, commentator. Okay. 
Uh, he has a very famous mother. Oh, it's Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. Yeah. Gloria's kid. There we go. Gloria Vanderbilt's kid. Anderson Cooper. It's his birthday today. He turns 54 years old he, today. Some folks call him the Silver Fox. That would have been my third my third clue on that one. Is that for real or is that the a silver trainism? Fox. No, I think people have called him the Silver Fox. Oh, right. yeah. uh, happy birthday to Anderson <laughs> Cooper. And if it's your birthday, happy birthday to you, too. Go out and have yourself some cake. Hey. It's the Shark Morning Show with Sarah and A-Train. What was your favorite part of today so far, Train? Well, I, I did like learning about uh, the government cheese and how delicious the government cheese <laughs> is when affixed to different uh, dishes. Your macaroni and cheese. Your, oh, yeah. You know, how, and actually, the uh, the evolution of it, how it used to be in the huge blocks, yep. and now it's more of a portable yeah. block. Do you know, for years, for years, I thought that I could not make mac and cheese without government cheese. Uh-huh. Because a, my mom used to use it. Yeah, an essential. And I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't make it. An essential piece of the of it, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and also it's uh, it's real cheese. Still, that's why it's so delicious. Right. It's real. It's not that processed cheese yeah, food no, stuff. No, not yeah. at all. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my favorite part of today, I don't know, is talking about the um the duck tours in Boston and how people can go and learn about the history. Yeah, they're back. I, I I learned all sorts of new stuff on that, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you go. We've got the Workday Kickoff coming up next. It's three hours of continuous classic hits, commercial-free. Soft Cell kicks that off next on The Shark. The Shark wants you to hit the road this summer on us.